0: Friendship isn't the big things, it's a million little things. Welcome friends to the A Million Little TV Shows podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and I'll be delving into TV shows that I feel don't seem to get enough full love. Over the course of the pod, we'll break down episodes and talk about my thoughts and feelings on the shows. so welcome back. Now today we're going to be dealing with Dead Pixels, which is a British comedy show about a group of friends that play an MMORPG. It's about their relationships together and how you live in both the real world and in the online gaming world and the things that it entails. It's a good little series to watch. It's very refreshing. It's got a lot of charm to it it's just a lot of fun um some of the lines in it are killer they absolutely slay me every time i i watch it i've watched it a couple of times now and each time i forget these lines are there and then they hit me in the face and just make me laugh again so this is the reason that i wanted to pick this out i don't think it got enough love it was very much, I found this due to the fact that I watched Taskmaster and saw Charlotte Ritchie on there. I knew she was from Ghosts, which is now over in the US as well, starring Rose McIver. which I'm hoping to do Zombie at some point, so Rose will come back up again. But I just found this series brilliant. And because I saw charlotte on taskmaster i looked into what other things she'd done and this was something that i found so here we go let's get into it the series stars alexa davis as meg will merrick as nikki sargon yelda as usman charlotte Ritchie as allison and david momeni as russell And I have probably butchered all of those names. I know I butchered David's name a few times in the edit. So I apologise for anyone I offended. Episode 1. Bears. So we're in a sports hall and we see four people playing badminton. A phone starts ringing and a girl answers. This is Meg. Meg is told by Nikki that the castle is being raided. And... She gives him some strategic advice to basically man the fort as best he can until she can get there. But at the minute, she's playing badminton. And he says, badminton, as in the sport of badminton, as if this is something that would never have occurred to him in his life. You can see that he is entrenched in this, and then Meg lets out that she hasn't had a break from this for two months and this is her first night off, like it's a job. So he basically says that if they lose this castle, they're going to have to go back to grinding away and getting it all back, and that he needs her there now. Meg, however, has other things on her mind and says that she's on a date with this guy that Alison has set her up with, and she is so close she can smell dicks. So this is a theme that Meg is going to keep bringing up throughout the series. And some of the lines, they crack me up. Meg eventually realises that she has to go. And runs out. And that's where the title sequence starts. So it appears that Meg was too late to do anything. And they lost the castle. It's at this point that she says that she can't believe that she can't get even a date at the minute and that uh, <laughs> her vagina is like a rare penny black it's never gonna get licked which <laughs> is again another line and there is one coming in a second that oh my god it's so good so we see that they're actually playing this at the office at their respective offices Nikki is at his desk and Meg is at hers. While they're playing this game, every now and again they'll just flick the screens over just so it looks like they're working on something different. They seem to have very menial jobs, just sort of grinding along, but now they're just grinding along in the game as well. So at this point they're killing bears, which I played Red Dead 2, and one of the things that is stupid but also horrible is when you have to kill something like I love that game it's amazing but having to kill something I'm like oh god I've got to kill that and then I'm like it's pixels mate just do it so watching these just kill bear after bear after bear it's just like oh, for fuck's sake but it's it's good it's so funny Usman's now online and he's also blamed for the loss of the castle And it's at this point that he tells them that he was on babysitting duty last night because his wife is away. Now, his idea of babysitting duty is a lot of sitting around and playing on this game. He tells them that he has one of his children in a playpen with a lid on it and the other is doing her homework. At this point Meg spies the new employee that's coming into the building. And this is Russell, and she tells the boys that she has a stirring in the nubbin, to which they reply, oh God, not the nubbin. So as you can tell, Meg is very sexually charged, and doesn't mind expressing it. And there's more of these to come. So Meg smiles at Russell, and he comes over, and he starts talking to her, and he realises that she's playing the game. And he goes to touch her mouse, and she's like, no, 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 you can't do that. Russell's very innocent and sweet and such a nice guy, but he walks away feeling a little dejected, but she tells him that he can create his own character and play in the game himself. So that's what he's going to do. He's going to start playing the game. And then Meg tells the boys that she's now got a date. And she is going to the bathroom to do some rubbing of the nubbin. (laughs) Which, fucking hell. Within about four minutes of the show, they've already resorted to talking about sex, masturbation, and cunnilingus. And it's just, it's four minutes. It's fucking brilliant. Nikki seems very awkward around people, which... I can be, but not to this extent, where he has a window cleaner at his window, and he is sat, freaking out, because this man is, in his eyes, staring at him, when all he's doing is just his job, and he, he doesn't want to see him a knob by closing his curtains, but also wants to close his curtains so that the man will stop, and I quote, staring at him. And it's a brilliant piece of comedy because it's just awkwardly pulling the curtain closed while a man then realizes what he's doing and starts staring at him. And then you've got, on the other hand, Meg sat at her computer and she and she is sat talking to Nicky about this date that she's going to have where she tells him that she wants to take him somewhere romantic within the game because she wants him to destroy her downtown area, essentially gentrify her, which, again, is fucking ridiculous, but spot on. So Russell comes online and he is doing all the annoying tropes that a noob would do, He's running around, he's making a lot of noise. Um, They start to call him a clacker due to the noise of the keyboard. When he is essentially just running around, he makes a stack of cows and just general things that would annoy the more experienced type of gamer. But essentially what he's doing is he's enjoying himself. And Meg makes out that we don't enjoy ourselves a bit anymore in this game. Why aren't we? But they're like, oh, no, we we need to get back on track. We need to get back to the castle. We need to go and kill the hive mother, which is the ultimate goal. So they're all about the end game. But now it's just a grind to them. It's It's just a task. It's not fun for them anymore. Then Russell... So then Russell seems to start having new items within the game and they realise that he's got money. He's not doing this through the game, he's buying stuff. And they hatch a plan to kill him in the game and steal his gold. But while Meg's making dinner, she decides to ask Alison's opinion on this and whether it's ethical to kill someone within the game, but also, as she puts it, Smash into his private parts because because the beast downstairs is growling and she needs her nutrients like fucking hell again. I just the lines in it are brilliant and it's just astounding the words that are coming out of her mouth and I love it. It's how comedy should be. Just vulgar and doesn't matter who you offend. It should just be funny. As long as it's funny, all day for me, I have that South Park mentality. So Alison throughout the series is very much the uh, practical one. She never plays the game. She is always living outside their world and tends to be enjoying things herself so for instance she's got her own boyfriend and she goes out a lot and she i mean she's sat talking to meg at that point and she's eating a healthy meal where meg is doing something very quick something like super noodles or whatever it is and if i'm honest she's the character i identify with the most i've done that i've been that person where i've watch these guys just playing this game and ordering fast food or eating a pot noodle or doing whatever and then asking for my advice in a real-world situation where it comes to relationships within the game. And it's difficult to talk to them about these things because it's a different world. So a lot of the time when Alison is on screen, I do feel her pain because ultimately what happens is these relationships come into your own home. It happened with us. One of the guys met a girl. She ended up coming into our house and staying with us and, in my opinion, wasn't a great person. And it ended up ruining a relationship for me. It ended up ruining a friendship for me because he wanted to be with her and ultimately married her. And it caused a bone of contention between us. So, I mean, it is what it is, but yeah, it was. It's difficult to be that person that has to sort of be away from it all. But there's plenty of other stories to come about that situation, so. Sure, we'll explore those shortly. So they do the deed, and they kill Russell's character within the game, and nick all his stuff while he's still on the chat, not understanding what the hell's going on. The next morning, Alison's talking with Meg, and she asks whether they'd robbed that poor man, as she put it, and Meg admits to it, and you can see that she's feeling a little bit guilty about the whole affair. Alison, however, has decided that she wants to play the flute, and instantly, it seems like a natural act. Later on that day at work, Meg sees, Meg sees Russell again, and she tries having a joke with him, but he's having none of it, and he goes and sits at his desk, and when she goes over to him, she apologises and sees that he's quite pathetic, I suppose, is the best word to describe him. But he's just innocent. He just wants to play the game. He doesn't understand that they've been grinding away at this for so long. He just wants to have fun. And he tells her that he's been robbed several times before in real life, so in the game it's no different. And then she looks at his screen and sees that he's... (laughs) He's hitting crabs with a ukulele and she offers to help him with the basics of the game. After all this grinding, they find out that they've got enough to buy the castle back. So they've done that and the episode ends with Meg going off to make a cup of tea. She opens the door next to her, which you are led to believe is Alison's room. And in there is Nicky, and she asks him, do you want one too? So all along they there's no reveal that they were living together. You only think that they know each other through the game, but actually there is literally a wall partitioning them. So yeah, yeah, like that's the end of the episode, but it, it's it's so funny. Like some of the lines that they come out with, some of the stuff that I've told you about Meg. Like it's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic and it just it constantly makes me laugh if you're into very sort of dirty humor it'll get you and if you are someone who has seen these types of games being played which i think in this generation a lot of a lot of us have it's very relatable like even if you've never played the game you know someone that's sort of played it or you've you've seen someone who's played it and they really get into it and they really love it. And I think it's just helping people understand what that is all about for, for them. Um, but yeah, this first episode really cracks me up, so I can't wait to carry on with the rest of it and um, give you more commentary on it. Episode 2, Tana Dahl. The episode starts with Meg walking down the street and sees a girl at a bus stop. This girl's wearing a Metroid t-shirt and has a Pac-Man keychain. Meg points out that this girl is probably not even a proper gamer. And starts challenging her to, what type of games have you played? It's here we see that Meg is very dedicated to her gaming. She asks her, have you ever shitted a bucket and thrown it into a bush? And... All I can say is I hope that my housemates never had that dedication because if they did i worry about where that bucket is now because I wouldn't have cleaned it. And the problem is neither would they. So they're playing a game called Kingdom Scrolls which I assume is a play on Elder Scrolls and I'm going to say probably Kingdom Hearts but I may be wrong and I'll probably get pulled up on it that there's another sort of MMORPG that I have no fucking clue about. But I think it's a fairly good guess. Usman comes online and tells them that they've actually cast the main lead of the film of Kingdom Scrolls and when they're told that it's Vince Vaughn, both Meg and Nikki go absolutely ballistic. And the tirade that they put out is brilliant. Like, they just keep trying to one-up themselves in how pissed off they are at this decision. And it's not dissimilar to the way that a lot of people asked me how I was after not only Ben Affleck got cast as Batman, but also when Robert Pattinson got cast as Batman. And my answer was basically, look, I'm sure they'll do a good job. Everyone thought I'd be absolutely raging because there's times that I have been, but this one, I was was just like, look, they've done it for a reason. Hopefully, he'll do a good job. And in my personal opinion, I know it's not the opinion of many, but both Ben Affleck and Robert Pattinson did very good jobs. Whether you like that or not, they did. George Clooney, on the other hand, will not go into that. And I could believe he played Bruce Wayne. He played him really well, but I don't think he played Batman well. Again, my own personal opinion. They get a shopping delivery, and the way that Nicky starts hoying this fucking produce around is brilliant. He basically opens a cupboard and just starts throwing shit in it. And then throws toilet roll towards the bathroom and puts some bread in the bin, which may not be a bread bin. Tea bags, he just sort of puts as many in the tea jar as he possibly can. But they just spill out on the side. He's just making an absolute pig's ear of it just to make sure that he can get back to the game as quickly as possible. Afterwards, Alison comes in and she's talking to them both. And while she's talking to them, she thinks that something really bad's happened and that, you know, someone's dead by the reaction of both of them. And they tell her that Vince Vaughn's been cast in the lead of this film. And Alison has the exact thought process that I would of, oh, I mean yeah, he's a good actor though he's he's quite funny to which again, they rage that this man, yeah he he may be funny, but funny isn't what you need in this lead role and it's just so over the top, so stupid I've been there, I've seen it, and it just it's, it's brilliantly accurate but as always in these situations later on they're discussing who should be the lead character in this film and of course they can't decide they sit and start mentioning names as soon as they do that's it they have a go at each other and that is essentially the internet at times they just cannot agree on anything anyway while they're doing this russell keeps coming online and he's got a new friend with him called My Mum Just Died. And he was just saying, he's mad, and he's Swiss. And this other kid doesn't say anything, and then all of a sudden, the next time Russell's online, he says that this guy's coming to stay with him. So, of course, Nikki and Meg start saying, well, what if he comes to your house and, like, kills you? And then they find out that this guy is actually... A 14-year-old boy. So instantly, Usman, who is the fucking worst, just starts having a go and saying that, basically, he's going to be sleeping with this young boy, manipulating this poor young lad into having sex with him. and He's just an awful bloke. And at this point, his wife is also up a ladder and has asked him to come and help out and hold the ladder for her. And she ultimately ends up falling. So not only is he a dick to Russell, he's just a constant dick to his wife. So to try and get the company that runs the game and the studio to listen about this whole Vince Vaughn situation, they've decided to stage a protest, and that's everyone in the game, or a lot of people within the game have decided to do this. And while this is all going on, the lad from Switzerland has turned up at Russell's house and his mum lets him in and instantly this boy, without saying a word, just goes and has a shower. So, of course, Usman, Meg and Nicky are all teasing Russell and telling him not to fuck this young boy. And it's fucking brutal. So, due to the pressure... And all the campaigning online, the studio dropped Vince Vaughan as the lead, which Meg and Nikki originally are ecstatic about until Allison reveals that he was so upset and he was so upset that he ended up getting drunk and driving his car into a tree, and that his daughter had been crying on Instagram. So they realise that maybe this shouldn't be bullying people online and being mean. So Meg decides to do something that she hasn't done on the game for a long time with Russell, which is the dance moves that are put into the games. But Nicky's having none of it and he's just saying, you're just repeatedly pushing F4. After that, Hoosman comes online and tells them that they're recasting the role. And then it's going to be Paul Rudd, which sends them off again into their rage from before. Episode 3, Betrothal. So Meg comes out of her room and finds that Alison has started to make the flat a bit nicer. She's bought throw pillows, she's bought throws, she's bought life is for living picture. that she's hung up in the living room. At this point, Meg gets annoyed at her for doing so and calls Nikki out. So Nikki comes out and he's like, is that a throw? And Alison just says, look, I'm trying to make it nice. I am sick of looking at the backs of heads. And all I want to do is just engage with my flatmates. And they're like, yeah, but when we're in there, in our room, we're already engaged. We're already doing something worthwhile. And... Then they storm off back to their rooms. And you know what? Arson's got a fucking point. Cause I've done that as well. I had two housemates who were both gamers, and they both just sat there and just grinded away on whatever they were doing, they ignored me or just sat with their back to me as I tried to engage them in conversation just about what they've done today, what they've done at work, how their day was, how their girlfriend is, etc. etc. etc, etc. It's exhausting. So, again, I identify with Alison. I get that being an introvert is a thing. Because I am very introverted myself. Like, yeah, I've just said what I've said. But I am someone who likes to be at home. when I'm at home and if I'm living with someone, I do want to talk to them. So it's a difficult balance to have. So I get it, Alison. I get it. So Meg, Nikki and Usman... Are on a blimp across the world of Kingdom Scrolls, and they're discussing about how much time they've taken just doing blimp rides. And it turns out they've done it turns out they've done like 36 hours. And Nikki decides to have a look at how long it took Paul McCartney to write "Hey Jude," and it was 40 minutes. So Meg starts trying to justify the amount of time that they've spent on the game and the amount of time they've spent travelling across the world in this airship. Usman's family is in the background just watching him, and one of his little girls asks, do you want to come make cookies with us, Daddy? And (laughs) his reaction is, yeah, in a minute, baby. And then he just carries on with his game. He's such a piece of shit. When they find out Russell's about to come online, they've started doing this trick where... They turn themselves into chairs or they turn themselves into other bits of furniture so that he won't see that they're there. So he keeps trying to find them on the map. He thinks that he's found them, goes to them and they've already turned into chairs. So he gets confused and goes away. Bless him, poor Russell. Just wants to have fun and play the game. See, I'd be like that. Just want to play with my friends, just have a bit of fun. They take it all so fucking seriously. It's why I play single player games. Just makes me a lot happier. While Russell is looking around the airship, he can't find them. So he just keeps jumping off the side and going through the propellers and cutting himself up. Each time he gets respawned, he just does it again. In a private conversation, Nikki and Meg are talking about if she was to fuck him that it would be basically a crime because she'd be exploiting an idiot. So when she tells him that there is a stirring in her pants and the nubbin has the nubbin has spoken, basically. You can see it on Nicky's face that he is not happy that she wants to fuck another man, even though they're not seeing each other. Afterwards, Nicky decides to propose an engagement between him and Meg's characters in the game so that they can get extra XP points within the game and maybe go on to defeat the Hive Mother. But when Alison hears that they're engaged, at first she is shocked by the fact that Meg might be getting married, but after a moment they explain that it's only in the game and that they start retching about the thought of actually being together. When Russell's name comes up, Nicky just goes, forget about fucking Russell. And Alison starts to become suspicious of Nicky's intent towards Meg. As they walk off trying to go back to their own rooms, Nicky follows Meg to her door until she slams it in his face and then heads off to his own room. So Nicky starts acting a little bit like a husband. He starts buying dinners for him and Meg to eat, which starts to freak Meg out a little bit because they're acting like a proper couple now in the real world instead of just being in the game. So when she asks whether he got her a pudding or a dessert, he tells her, no, 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 I didn't, but starts throwing the puddings away that he got her. It's at this point that Russell comes over and asks if she is hiding from him in the game and she confesses that she is. And he asks, is it because I'm annoying? She doesn't answer, but realises that she's not having fun in the game anymore and decides that night, instead of going home for her lasagna with Nikki, that she will go out for drinks with Russell, which leads to Nikki being really frustrated and keeps ringing her about it, asking her where she is. So when Meg gets back from the pub, Nikki has, in-game, slaughtered around about 2000 cows something ridiculous it's a lot of cows he's basically done a field and she's so pissed off with him that she decides to just go offline so he starts trying to make amends but essentially she's too pissed off with him for being so possessive so the next day when russell turns up in game and nikki decides to change into a chair again she reveals that because the laws in the game are essentially bigamous, she can marry as many men as she wants. So her and Russell are also now married, which obviously really pisses off Nicky. So for the next couple of days, Meg and Nicky are re- being really childish within the flat, to the point where it pisses off Alison. So she calls them both on their bullshit and tells them that they either need to get out the flat, make up, or fuck one or the other, because she is sick to death of this whole feud between the two of them. So they go, yeah, okay, fine, we'll go fuck. And they both head off into their own rooms, and in the game, they start fucking. And while they're doing it, basically just pressing up and down keys... They make a whole song and dance about how they're fucking each other and how they're doing it in different positions. And then Alison gets bored and walks away. And when Nikki asks, is she still there? Meg says, yeah, just just keep going. And then you see that she actually has something for Nikki as well. So it's difficult living with people and watching them build relationships on these platforms that uh, it's difficult to understand. So again, for someone like Alison's perspective, it's hard to see two people that, I mean, even Alison says it, that, that she thinks they're in love, building relationships on this platform and then finding other people as well, or just trying to make people jealous within the game. And then you've got someone like Usman, who I didn't comment on, but he's virtually throwing his marriage away. He's not helping out around the house. He's not helping with the kids. And he has told told his wife that on their date night, he couldn't go out because he was sick. And actually, he just wanted to play the game. So he told her to go with a guy from work who she keeps talking about. And you can just see what's coming. You can see that that marriage is coming apart. It's a fucking good comedy. It's really realistic in the way that People on these games do act, and they do develop really good relationships and really weird relationships, and it does give you an understanding of how these people's brains work, and it's great. It's brilliant. Well, that's all for now, amigos. If you managed to make it to the end of my ramblings, thank you. And if you want to rate, share, subscribe, comment, it's all appreciated. Until next time.